I guess it has a lot of parts. Uh, I don't like doing this in my headphones. It's probably for the better I keep my ears covered. Maybe I should shut the window. Uh, keep it open. Keep it open. Keep an open heart. I can't remember who used to tell me that all the time, or maybe it was just like <clears throat> a theme that keeps repeating. How's he a bird? How's he a lot of things? How's he in my dreams? Why? <laughs> I knew he could have brown eyes. See? Yeah. But as soon as I looked into them, I had to close mine. He could be anybody. He is. Doesn't really matter. At least not to me. With, without. There's no such thing as without. And this is a part of me. Maybe we're so much the same person we can never be in the same place at the same time. Honestly. Well, that wasn't me. Of course it was. I just had some, um, extra padding. Do you really think he saw me that night? I think it would be hard to miss seeing that. That's hilarious. That's <laughs> really funny. I know. <sighs> yeah. But you could get lost. Lost in all the memories, you know. We had a good run. I hate sewing. And, well, you know, I was lucky to get the needle through on the first time. That usually never happens. I spend so much time doing these little things. You know what? That is a dream. Just like <laughs> sewing and cooking and cleaning. Strange, isn't it? Well, I think I'm just... Um, A mother or something. I was supposed to be. Still could be. You never know. I shouldn't really be wasting my time with this. I should be looking for... Mm -hmm. Something will come up. Something always does. You know... God, because all of a sudden... She decided that's who I was. God. Well, yeah, honestly, I've never seen such a powerful energy. 
you know, there's a theme to this. Yeah, infinite, infinite everything. Love is everything. Finally. I've been listening, been experiencing this, um, catastrophe. It is, it is. I'm in New York City with nothing, absolutely something. Well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Just go set up at Equinox and start playing? No, I don't think that's a good idea. I think... Isn't that like a symptom of schizophrenia? Somebody's always watching me. No, that's just the Illuminati. See, every song is literally about this feeling. Huh. So why is it so taboo? Why is anything? What is taboo? There's always going to be like... There's always going to be this remarkable anti-everything. Yeah. As in, you can have an idea and then, you know, it doesn't really matter. Something's always going to be opposing it. What if I just agree with both sides? Wouldn't that be brown-nosing? No. It's politicking. I don't do politics. I don't like New York City. Don't like New York City. I'm kidding. Yeah. But you have to be careful when you say you love something, you know. Because then it just opens up a portal into the infinite unknown. When you love something, you know a number of things about it. next scene. (laughs) How is he a bird? That's not what was on my mind, but still. (laughs) That's an interesting energy. It's a really cool power. You can just be anything anything you see what if I close my eyes why did you close your eyes well I didn't want you to see me you see this is getting creepy it doesn't really I mean like it doesn't have to be I'm not gonna chase Sunny all over New York City just happen to be working because that's literally what I'm always doing even though I don't really get paid for it not really which sucks because I put a lot of energy into this series put a lot of energy into writing put a lot of energy 
Whatever. I like sewing. Once you get the needle through the hole or the thread through the hole in the needle. Either one. It's actually quite relaxing. Okay. At least it's raining now. I'm not in a rush to really go anywhere. I should be packed. I'm glad <clears throat> this project is written the way it's written. Because a lot of the time I feel like I'm going to leave this world behind. I love the sirens in this city. They're so cool sounding. I keep meaning to sample them, but by the time I get my fucking phone recording, they're gone, because sirens indicate an emergency. Well, I mean, there are like eight million something people in this city. Eight million telephones ringing. Eight million microwaves. I mean, like, not eight million microwaves because not everybody has a place to live. Right. And for some reason, like, that's okay. <sighs> to somebody. Man. Now. Now I'm gonna shut the window because my synesthesia really does get ramped up when I have this much anxiety. I have a lot of anxiety because I'm checking out tomorrow. And I have no money. And that's my fault? Nah, not really. I mean, even if I did get a job on the first day I got to New York City, I still wouldn't have a paycheck or anything, so. I've been trying, but then, of course, you know, it's like, it's like the same thing over and over again. Where's your Instagram? Oh, you don't have that many followers. You don't mean anything. And ticket sales are everything. And so it's just being an attractive human being. Yesterday was not the right day to have a conversation with anybody. I was jacked up. Oh, I don't understand. I don't understand how, well, I mean, it must be magic or power or something. This is how I always feel when it comes to Sunny. It's devastating. Yeah, well, you know. I didn't make it. Sometimes you don't. It's just the way the fame game goes, you know? It's not always play to win. Well, it's pay to play, I hate it. 
I mean, like, it's not just about making the music. Then you have to release it. Once you release it, you have to promote it. When you're promoting it, it just costs more and more money for people to be able to see it. So you could say the festival project is underfunded, <laughs> under budget, and man, I don't know what to do with all this stuff. I mean, like I can just ride the train back and forth, but what am I gonna do with my luggage? And I should be searching for a solution on the internet, because that's like the only way to find anything these days. I fucking hate it. This is, you know, I don't like this world. I don't like all this, like, you have to live in an application to get anything done. I don't like it at all, and it's no fun. no fun. I feel a lot of things. I feel a lot of love. But right now, well, I've been putting this off pretty much since I needed to do it. So, I do everything that needs to be done. Real quick, and then, hmm, I don't know. I like sleeping, but I hate waking up. Yeah. Okay. Dang. This does have like 26 storylines. I mean, like, most stories just have an A, a B, and a C storyline. So if I can at least get these three sorted. No, I'm pretty sure there's like an A through Z storyline. This season is. Ah. You mean. Yeah? was I even recording into? Bluetooth. I guess I was recording into my phone the whole time. That's hilarious, isn't it? I really am losing it. And for the sake of Orion, my dreams really have been lucid. At least I dream. At least I dropped last night. <sighs> Season six has a lot of moving parts. <sighs> when I think about my favorite TV shows or my favorite movies, I realize that it's always more than one person working on them. But when it comes down to it at the core, the things that I really love about a series come from one person. And then that one person typically takes 
that idea and expands on it. They say two heads are better than one. I couldn't imagine what this series would be like in a writer's room. And here's the thing about me in Hollywood. My history in Hollywood runs deep. And I keep on seeing the number 323, like on clocks and on signs and everything. And I'm like, dang, like, I wish I could go back. But when I was in L.A., I was just working. And I was working so hard that I started to get sick. Now I am worried. Because I tend to get into a place where I have my own time and space. And it seems like I'm wasting time, but I'm not really. I'm working on me. I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm working on my body. Which has gone through a lot. Like a lot. And so, you know. I could say I'm really proud of this series. It's come a long way from where it started. And obviously, God is always with me, even when I think she, they, we, it, (laughs) isn't listening or taking care of me. And it's always taking care of me, this energy. What a dream. I don't know how. And I don't know why. But I just have this feeling. I have a lot of feelings. Too many. You know, the first time was easy, but getting this thread through this hole again, (laughs) oh my God, never ending, infinite, (laughs) you know, (laughs) Jimmy Fallon, the Cosmic Avenger, I I finally fucking figured that one out. Kind of, right? Oh, man. I really, really wanted to go see Jimmy Fallon. (laughs) Only because I feel like I would be laughing. And that's like a really good feeling. Like an actual laugh. Like a real laugh. They're rare for me. And for some reason, that dude's kind of funny. 
You must be like a comedian or something. I mean, like, I think he's more of an actor. I don't like to think of anybody as a comedian unless they actually are, because comedians are depressed, usually suicidal like me. And that makes me sad to think about anybody. Like, if I find out you're sad, it just eats at me. I'm like, oh my god, nobody should ever have this feeling. And I've dealt with that feeling for so long and, like, my whole life, like... I mean, like, I was never diagnosed with depression as a kid, and I didn't even really figure that's what that was. I don't even think I knew what depression was. (laughs) Like, I just had it, and then fucking... Like, as an adult, it's like, oh, depression, like, you're, you're depressed, and it's like, oh. <laughs> like, that, that's what that is? Yeah. Like, I grew up with it, and that's crazy to think, you know? Being, like, seven or eight, like, <laughs> I don't want to be alive anymore. And, like, not knowing what that feeling is. But now I'm really familiar with it. And so it makes me, like, really upset. Like, I hate fucking... I hate hearing about, like... Well, I mean, I don't keep a lot of friends. When my friends are depressed, it's it's more of just, like, you know... Ah, I have this feeling. I mean, like, I had, I had, like, one real, true best friend, best friend, gross, <laughs> best friend growing up. And sometimes you have to cut ties. I still think that if, if we live, whatever being alive is, like, if we live... We're, we're gonna see each other at some point again. And, like, none of the shit that, like, made us fall out is even really gonna matter. Because that's how it happens. We'll be, like, in our 40s or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, none of it will matter, and it'll all just make sense, and we'll be cool again. Because if you talk to old people, like, old people are crazy. Old people are nuts. And that's why I'm just like, wow, like, life is long, love is infinite, like... People go back to their first husbands. <laughs> That'll never happen. But, you know, like, people do. Like, the, like people, like, get married and get divorced. And then get married and then get divorced. And then get married to, like, the first person they were married to. Like, okay, all right. Like, <clears throat> like, and that's crazy to me. But, yeah. Like, in the end, it doesn't really matter. All that matters is that you loved and that you lived. But me and my best friend, of course, like, (laughs) pretty much shared our depression from, like, seventh grade onward. Like, we were both just like, man, the world is shitty. Like, yeah. And then we were, like, shitty together for, like, almost 20 years, which is crazy to think about. Which is why it's, like, since that friendship ended, I haven't really, like, you can't replace that, you know? But then you also, like, can't go back, like, to certain like things (laughs) especially things that continue to hurt you which is why i'm like i don't know why i keep on fucking around with the skrillex (laughs) i don't know why because that shit hurts so bad sometimes and i'm like oh you know 
he must be like some weird dark ascended angel and this is just like some sort of like cleansing because my soul has gone through so much changing you know like i'm a gym rat i probably wouldn't even work out the way that i do now if it wasn't for that whole debacle and i won't keep mulling over that but like at this point like being at the gym has been like one of the greatest feelings that i've had in a while um and so I'm just like, well, thanks for that. Like, at this point, I can't do anything but just be kind of, like, thankful that, you know, whatever's happened has happened. Because I still don't know exactly what it is. It's just, like, one of those kinds of love that's just, like, infinite. Um, or whatever. And then, like, and then... You know, the fact that he is who he is, it's just like, damn, like, you're never going to run out of love. That's crazy. Like, you're just always going to have it, and it's just always going to be around you. Um, and that's, like, nuts to think about um, in a way that's, like, healthy. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think, at least right now, like, even though my body is in great shape and I've been just, like, doing a lot of healthy eating and working out like I'm just not healthy because I'm like always moving around by myself like it's different I think it's different when you have like a clique or a posse or like a partner and you're just like always moving around and traveling with like people and you always have the support but for the most part like I am by myself and I have been for a long time um and so it's just like this weird independence <laughs> that's like I'm always struggling like I'm always doing it by myself like I don't have a best friend anymore I don't have a posse like I don't have a clique I don't have a partner and that shit like sucks um <laughs> a lot um cause it's really hard to do it by yourself and, and do it alone and some people are like oh I, d I did everything by myself I did everything alone I'm like that's cool um, you know, at this point, I can pretty much say the same thing, like, yo, this is, like, all me, um, this is all me, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it by myself, which is why sometimes I'm just like, holy shit, like, this is a train wreck, <laughs> like, a, a super train wreck, um, and putting together this series by myself, especially when I, like, y you can see, like, where I draw my inspiration from with, like, the sci-fi things, um, you know, like, I pull, I pull a lot of the festival projects from, like, my favorite things, and of course, like, just music is probably my favorite thing in the world, um, besides, like, this other human being, <laughs> um, this one other human being, um, is probably like the only thing um that really matters to me at the end of the day it's just like not what really happens to me um everything that i've really ever done is for him and that's not sunny <laughs> um just clearing that up just like to clarify that like they're you know um that i do have like a a life before all of this and maybe this is it's just because I'm in my afterlife like 
that's kind of what it is. Like, I I don't know. I don't really believe in suicide attempts. Like, I believe in, like, I did it, and now, like, this is where I am. Like, you don't really die. You just, like, wake up somewhere else, and that's, like, a PSA. Like, don't kill yourself. Because um, it doesn't get better. It really only gets worse. So if you have, like, the capability to, like, go get help for whatever it is that you're fucking experiencing that makes you want to not live anymore, like, do that. <laughs> and, um, I don't know. I've been figuring out kind of, like, a way to to figure that out for myself. I don't know how yet. Um, but trust me. Like, it's, it's part of my, um, <laughs> my cleansing, my working on me. And figuring out how to, like, be, um, like, a regular human being without being, like, extremely unhappy. And maybe it's just, like, a part of being an artist. Um, an artist that's not been lucky enough to, like, succeed in the traditional sense. That I'm just, like, oh, like, I'm just always depressed. But like I said, I grew up with depression. And so at this point, I can only really think that it's, like, part of my makeup. That I'm just, like kind of this like disastrous human being which is not uncommon because you know now we live in a world where even celebrities are like yo (laughs) like I am struggling mentally for whatever reason you know it's not always like about money um sometimes it's just like about security you're like you know (laughs) like you end up falling in love with like a serial cheater or you know like whatever your fucking your crisis is (laughs) um you know so I don't know I guess I could talk about this series for a while especially season six because it does like touch on so many like important things like the weird thing about it is I think like the underlying theme in it is not like politics or I mean like homelessness is definitely a platform but at this point I'm just like holy shit like if there was like an evil force trying to kill me they'd be trying to kill me for trying to fix like the things that are really fucking need fixing and that's the whole point um but then you know i i don't know i can't i can't really say with any like i don't know i can't i don't i can't really say anything about anything right now i'm just kind of in like in a state of panic <laughs> i am in a state of panic um and I've been missing myself a lot. Like in like see like the whole of season five was pretty much me. Like I'm skipping around a lot. I do have ADD, <laughs> um, or you know, or something like it. Um, I I've been missing my my little mixtapes I used to do because like pretty much all of season five was like me, like rapping, <laughs> sometimes really really fucking beautifully and sometimes really badly, um, but that. I don't even know um, which, what's it called? What did I call that? Oh, the fast track, because I was, like, fasting that whole time. I did, like, a two-week fast (laughs) or something, and then over the course of that, like, two weeks, I just was, like, freestyling every day, (laughs) and um, I can't remember which fucking part of the mixtape, because, like, sometimes I listen like just to go back and be like oh that was good or like you know that's this part of you know the series um but sometimes little things like my own music will pop into my head and so i don't even know which part (laughs) i don't even know which part of the fast track 
it's on but like one of my favorite little freestyles or raps or whatever um i was like rapping like a lift driver <laughs> uh an uber driver because a lot of people in la or wherever do like the same thing i don't think i don't think people in new york are like do that i think like you either just drive for uber or for lyft and you're okay and that makes sense because like yo the shortest rides in new york are like this is 200 dollars. i'm like that's that's so much and the crazy thing is is if you look at maps maps will be like maps will be like hey like it's two hours in the car but it's an hour and a half on the subway i'm like okay like that's crazy i've never seen anything like that so I think in New York, like, if you drive for Lyft or Uber, like, that's just your one job and you're fine. Maybe. I don't know. This is probably one of the most expensive cities to live in the world, which is why I didn't mean to come here at all. Um, like, I was just here on a fucking layover. Um, but, yeah, no. <laughs> not. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> ADD. One of my favorite little freestyles I did on the fast track was... Um, I am in a state of panic. I'm in a state of panic. Um, I can't remember what the rest of the rhyme was, but it, it's like this Lyft driver, <laughs> Uber driver, um, also like works at the 7-Eleven slash smoke shop. Cause that's like, I started working at the smoke shop and my fucking, all my coworkers were like on that same wave, you know, like, Hey, like I have three jobs and I still like ain't shit so whatever um but yeah that that shit's been like hopping into my mind a lot because the whole point i guess of that verse of that rap was just like <laughs> i live in my car i have three jobs <laughs> and like all my bills outweigh my fucking actual needs by far and so when i talk about like this whole like housing crisis or whatever the fuck that's happening in the u.s right now like i don't know who thinks this is okay it's not like and i have nothing to lose at this point like i used to be really really scared like to get on a, a platform or like a soapbox and say anything and be like hey like this is wrong like we should change it like for the most part people are like super programmed anyway so they're not gonna listen to what the fuck ever you're saying unless you are like skrillex or like you know whoever the fuck you pay attention to um you know and like say hey like this is wrong we should change it and then all of a sudden everybody's like oh yeah like this, this is like but no like i guess I, I just live in on that wave and in that vibe that like people like you are what you attract or whatever likeness what it is what it attracts and so sometimes i get into these like conversations with people that are like hey homelessness is wrong like housing is a human right and i'm like i don't really want to fucking talk about this because i don't like walk around with a sign on my forehead that says like hey i'm homeless i actually like keep that a secret <laughs> because like as soon as you say like hey i don't have anywhere to live like people will treat you like shit they're like that like whatever fucking gross disgusting creature being you are like whatever reason you don't have a house like yo dude my mom went through a weird midlife crisis and like left my whole family for like a pimp like that's what the fuck happened she's like i'm going back to like my pimp from the 80s i'm like okay that's weird whatever um you know you know and i can't like i can't really say much about it i love my mom but like she's like she did some weird shit she like she went on like a whole other wave of just like you know and so that like like <laughs> like i've had some conversations with what would be my stepdad if my actual mom and my dad weren't still married 
<laughs> he's like you are not my family you are not my daughter like i like i have no like you you don't have a home here like this your your mom is my family but you're not my family i'm like okay so like my not having a home comes from like that like she just fucking was like hey like your dad is like old now and so i'm gonna go back to somebody else that fucking isn't as old that i can do like fun things with (laughs) i'm like oh okay like all right so when you know shit hit the fan in my prior life i couldn't really like i didn't have like a oh like it's okay like you can just come like stay here come home you know um which is what a lot of people do like oh yeah like I moved in with my sister, you know, (laughs) like I moved in with my fucking, my best friend. And (laughs) the thing with my best friend is like, yo, she begged me to move to Utah forever. (laughs) And then finally, when I like tried to, because I hate Utah, Utah's fucking one of the most racist places ever, which, you know, (laughs) that's pretty much anywhere you go in this country is black and white, which sucks. I hate that. I try to live in like a really post racial mind frame. Um, but yeah, no, (laughs) a lot of people are just like, like black people are like, they hate us. They're trying to kill us. And then white people are like, yo, slavery is over. Like, get over it. Everything is equal. And I'm like, no side is right (laughs) about that. But you know, um, whatever. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, no. Like being too far to one side or the other is never a good thing. And being neutral, like is not necessarily even a thing at all but like i just try not to fucking like i try not to politic at all and anyway (laughs) i tried to fucking go to utah because for years she was like yo girl i got you like we can do it together and (laughs) fucking i finally was like okay dude like fine like utah like i'll work in a restaurant with you and we can just be like two fucking you know (laughs) we can just do our thing together and fucking I don't know I guess that's just like part of my walk and part of my afterlife like I got there and it didn't work out (laughs) and maybe one day I'll actually like break down I think I've broken down the story like in in various ways like many many times over the series um (laughs) but like the way that our friendship like officially ended was just like whoa dude like holy shit (laughs) so you know after that it was like well you know no more best friend and since then um I haven't done much in the way of like going to try to like replace her (laughs) um because there's no replacing that fucking like 15 almost 20 year friendship somewhere between 15 and 17 I think, but it's, it was like, well, that was like a majority of like, I'm only 29, you know, <laughs> like that fucking, that friendship lasted like a majority of my life. But then, you know, going back to like how old people are, <laughs> like I'm, 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 you know, 30, you know, I'm quite young. And so that could be considered to be like, well, that was the beginning of my life and why it doesn't matter as much anymore you know, that that friendship was a majority of my life, because there's always something, like, there's always something new, even though it feels like it's the worst of times, and, like, things are over with, (laughs) and I started this episode, like, on a whole nother wave, but then I got, like, fucking distracted, because I'm sewing, like, (laughs) for the most part, I only wear harem pants, 
or just like really baggy pants because I just have this weird body image. Um, yeah, and so like a lot of my pants are just like have random holes in them. So I'm finally like getting to sew them because I'm, I don't know, I don't know where I'm going after this. <laughs> um, so I would like to at least have pants that don't indicate my, my um, very low social status. <laughs> and that's what I'm doing while I'm doing this recording. But um, I started this recording with the window open. And then there was like a little bird that started fucking talking to me or whatever. <laughs> at least in my head. And um, I don't know. I have a really weird relationship with birds. I uh, a couple years ago started writing this like... Well, I saw it in my head. Like, a lot of these things that I write, I see first. Which is why I kind of have this running joke about Christopher Nolan. Like, I don't know what fucking... I don't know where he lives. Like, I don't, I don't know what reality he lives in. But, like, a lot of the times I'll see or, like, experience my writing before I actually have the ability to write it down on paper. Like, you know, like, I'll just fucking, like, experience it in some kind of way. And so I had this, like, experience about this film, um, which is called For the Birds, or at least that's the working title, because I don't know, I don't know. I'm so used to, like, I'm so used to plagiarism at this point that I'm just like, dang, like, (laughs) like, at this point, it's, like, my fault. And I think I even wrote a song, like, towards the beginning of this project that was, like, plagiarize me, just go ahead and do it, because it, it almost felt like like, being plagiarized would feel better than to never have, like, any sort of, like, acknowledgement, like, for anything that I've done at all, um, but it is, you know, like, it is kind of, like, a pet peeve to, like, hear something that you've written, like, in some form, like, over the radio, or, like, see it on TV and be like, damn, like, (laughs) like, like, my outer consciousness is, is reaching out to my inner consciousness, like, if you don't do something with, like, with whatever you have then like somebody else will and I'm like well that's you know um irritating but anyway this film like for the birds like this really cute animated thing about birds so I don't know I've just always had this relationship with birds and as soon as I hear myself talking about it I'm like you know I'm not gonna fucking like if I live through this I actually want to make that and I don't want somebody else to make that like I think like, maybe that is, like, the selfish part about it. It's just, like, dang, like, I don't want somebody else to do this. Like, I want it to be me. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, that one's that one's pretty close to my heart. I have a really weird relationship with birds. Um, and sometimes they'll just, like, be drawn to me in a certain way. Then I'm just, like, yo. Like, <laughs> at first I'm just, like, this is in my head. And, like, no, this bird is, like, talking to me <laughs> for whatever reason. Um, and especially when I'm, like, super connected to nature, but, like, sometimes when I'm, like, in the city, too, birds just be like, hey, like, look at this, I'm just like, oh, well, that's cool, like, you're a bird, like, whatever, but typically, like, it'll call my attention to something that's, like, a little bit, you know, um, like, scary about the environment, like, this one bird was just, like, trying to eat this piece of fucking plastic, and I'm just like, no, bird, like, don't do that (laughs) like it's plastic but then it's like well why is it like on the ground 
and that's a really really good fucking point bird and then like I'm like okay well you know it's it's a bird but I got distracted by the bird outside because sometimes that's just the way my mind is my mind is like crazy right now and like turning to mush a little bit so um things like a bird can get me like started on something completely different and um that's just how it is today that's just how I feel um I've been trying to wrap up season six in like the most eloquent way possible but like when it comes to the festival project and especially anything concerning Skrillex I don't think there's anything like eloquent about it it's just gonna be like dirty and fucking like kind of like cut and dry and just like whatever the fuck it is um because I guess that's just like the way uh, my artistry goes sometimes and so I can't I can't really fucking say like what will or what can happen I think that there's just like I said so many moving parts for for this that like it just has to come together like as it does and some things are so crazy like some of these plot lines are fucking nuts and I don't even get them I'm just like kind of like the channel or device whatever this this energy is like using to get to get its point across and I'll be like what and then it'll take like a certain amount of time for like that story to fit like this Jimmy Fallon thing is hilarious to me I'm just like okay if it's like I guess like <laughs> Jimmy Fallon is like a running joke between me and God because I'm like what is with this and then like things will just explain itself to me over time and I'm like okay whatever Jimmy Fallon's galaxy which is like a letter that I started pinning I don't know like four, like four years ago when I was like living in in my car in Elysian Park and just had this like crazy fucking idea <laughs> and I was like yo fucking okay whatever Jimmy Fallon and it didn't make any sense at the time and then like a couple years later like a couple years later it started to make sense because I'm not even gonna tell the story right now I'm just gonna fucking like (laughs) just gonna kind of keep that because you know some things some things are secrets that you have to keep to yourself and um and and that's cool because like I said it's like a running joke between me and God and it's cool because I can at least get a laugh out of that which is like the most unexpected thing um ever and um and that's cool um because that's that's probably probably the best feeling i think that like i can think of is like an actual laugh like a real (laughs) laugh um you know that's it's it's hard to get those to actually like exist in my in my body and so that's cool um that's cool that I get those sometimes um from from anything or anywhere because like I said it's just rare um and so I know this one's running long this is supposed to be the last episode in the series um just because it's like season six act three has like this is the eighth part so far and like I spent a lot of my day yesterday at Equinox actually all day and I've been meaning to do that all week because I'm like yo fucking I visited well I didn't mean to but I ended up 
going to this fucking place and I was like oh this is like the mecca of fitness and co-working because <laughs> like it's got this fucking cool space where you can just fucking like sit and like sit on your computer and fucking do that and then fucking it's got like six floors <laughs> it's got like six floors of like like fitness equipment I don't know gyms to me are like fucking playgrounds I'm just like oh my god look at all this and I get I get I can get lost in the gym um, when I have the energy for it, and it's like, damn, I wish I got paid for this, and for a while, that was kind of like, I'm like, oh, maybe that was the whole, that was the whole purpose of, like, being hurt like that, I'm like, I'm supposed to be a personal trainer, and then I became a personal trainer, and I was like, I fucking hate this, just because, like, I don't know, I'm kind of a dick, I guess, and so fucking, like, I was like, I don't understand why, why, you need me to tell you, like, how to do this, like, I never said that out loud, but I was just like, wow, like, I did all this myself, like, I lost all this weight by myself, and I still feel like a dick saying that, but, like, <laughs> I'm just like, well, like, I, I don't want to tell you how to do this, I just want to do this for myself, because, like, I'll have this, I have this thing that it's like, yo, if, it, if it's, like, work, too much work, it beca- it loses its fucking, like, it it's not fun anymore like it has to be fucking done a certain way like it's just it's just you lose a lot of fucking you know like inspiration when something becomes uh, structured in a certain way so I'm like I don't I don't know like <laughs> I like showing up to work at the gym but not like showing up for work at the gym you know so that didn't work out and um uh, yeah, no, I've just kind of been, like, trying to figure out, like, man, dang, like, okay, like, what can I actually do? <laughs> what can I actually do with myself and with my life that's gonna, like, let me live indoors and not have to share my space with, like, 90 other people who fucking, like, snore and, like, don't wash dishes and, like, you know, are just kind of, like, not, like, in my frequency because it's it's weird i'm like i'm like a weird vegan now um and it's like it's weird like cohabitating with people who eat like nothing but like junk food because it's like our vibrations are so different that it just is i'm like i don't want to be around you like mr empty calories like you like you know like i don't know if you ever pay attention to people who eat nothing but junk food like they're kind of just like they're kind of just like shitty and it's like they don't necessarily have like anything left and I I I came up with this thing that's like yo like empty calories make empty people and so I I literally have this theory that like if you're not eating what you're supposed to be eating like if you're not eating nutritious foods and not getting like the right amount of nutrition like you just like lose a part of yourself that's like you know natural human beings but we're losing a lot of that anyway just like in this society so when I talk about depression and like not wanting to live in this world of just like being programmed by apps like I really do think I'm like a a strange legacy artist like it takes a lot of bravery to actually jump off of a bridge or a building like it takes a lot like that shit's scary that shit's scary like like I'm not scared of heights but (laughs) I was talking to this girl at the gym like, I was rock climbing, 
and fucking i didn't even know that was an olympic sport like it's crazy like the kind of shit that you can get into when you're like a privileged kid like i won't even put a color on it just privileged like oh yeah like our three-year-old fucking like snowboards or fucking whatever i didn't even know like rock climbing was an olympic sport and like people race corgis and like dumb shit like that like just dumb dumb shit when you have like dumb money (laughs) anyway i'm like rock climbing and like this this girl was like oh you know fucking you know that feeling like when you when you um because you get to the top and then you just like belay down and she's like you know that that free fall feeling when you first jump that's like terrifying and it was weird because like I, i was like no like you know i was like i love that feeling that's the best part is like jumping from really high but the thing that's like also satisfying is knowing like you're you're not gonna like splat you know like and that would only really be gratifying if i knew that i had like nothing at all and sometimes that's how i feel because that's how depression is that you feel like you have nothing at all and so it's like dang like that that could be satisfying because i do love the, the free fall feeling but at the same time like knowing that like whatever this part is is over and whatever is in the next part is there waiting for me and like i'm a strong believer in like (laughs) not committing suicide just because it's like i've been going through all these really terrible things and that that i feel that was my mistake and so i'm just like okay don't do it like don't kill yourself like there's always a fucking there's always a solution there's always a solution So I'm always trying to talk myself out of this, even though it's like, well, I have nowhere to go. (laughs) I'm on the wrong coast. I am like stupidly homeless and have been for like a long time. And um, yeah, no, it's like, um, I don't know. I'm trying to get as much of this series out just because like, that's what it's always been like. This this entire series has been me being like, well, I don't have a place to stay. I don't have any fucking anything. <laughs> like, I better just get, like, my art out there. So that way, like, if or when I do go and somebody fucking, like, stumbles upon it. Because, like, you read about, like, I don't know, like, so many artists that are like, yo, this, this person was, like, a super genius. But, like, nobody knew about their shit until they died. And I'm like, oh, that... <laughs> sounds like me even my my ex-best friend that I was just talking about she was like yo dude I know you're famous like a lot of people tell me that they're like you're famous I'm like that's cool but like she was the one person who was like yo I think you're gonna die first though like and I was like damn like yeah and I mean like shit like that like the reason why we're not friends but also like she was my other half in that way but she was like yeah dude like I know you're famous and just like yeah and she's like but probably after you die like I'm just like damn dude that's like the third time you've said that and she's like I'm pretty sure that's the case like okay like yeah and I don't know why but that shit's like stuck in my head forever and she was like she was like a younger version of my mom who I love, but like at the same time, like there's some shit that she could say that just like stays in your head forever. And it's so negative that it's like, damn, like I wish you hadn't fucking said that shit. Because like if you hadn't said it, I wouldn't be thinking about it all the time. And when you're thinking about something all the time, like you draw yourself to it. So like 
me living in downtown LA was probably one of the worst things that could happen for me because I was seeing like nine homeless people every fucking like quarter of a block like seriously if you walk up and down any street in LA you're gonna see at least 30 homeless people and I worked in the middle of downtown LA and so like on my way to work it was just like tents everywhere and people sleeping in the street and fucking like people being like and I'm like oh fucking hey like it it just got to be something that I thought about all the time and like working in the smoke shop people you know come in and you're like hey man I can't have you standing in here because it's literally a rule and they're like you know like just being around it all the time like kind of like gave me this energy of like holy shit like I don't want that to happen to me I don't want that to happen to me and like that's not the way that's not the way to go about like not letting something happen to you like when you when you do nothing but like think about things like that in that negative way then you become like you are what you attract and so it's just like yeah that was probably the worst thing but like that was also the thing that made me like walk away from my job because I was like damn like I really fucking hate this job and my feet my feet were cold all the time like I was just like in a miserable miserable like (laughs) one of the stores didn't have a toilet seat but then at the same time it's like bro like at least there is a toilet because you can walk into some businesses in LA and you're like hey man like is there a bathroom they're like we don't even have a bathroom and I'm like damn like wow okay (laughs) okay so this hour's up and that's it I don't think there's ever gonna be a way that I'm gonna get this story out in a linear like timeline this is just the way it is my brain is like turning to mush I'm still sewing my pants um I don't know um I'm like I try not to fucking like make bad things a mantra like even saying like I am homeless is like well, now you are because you said it. Like, for a while, I was like, I'm not homeless. I just travel a lot, you know? And I still keep it, like, a secret. I'm still I'm still not like, hey, yo. Like, because some people will use that shit as, like, a fucking, like, feel bad for me, man. I'm homeless. I'm like, bro, like, McDonald's is hiring right the fuck now. But that's the thing is, like, waiting two weeks for a paycheck <laughs> when you don't have anywhere to like sleep or shower or fucking like be a human being is like almost impossible i know that because i've been doing it like even like sleeping in a car is hard when you have like two jobs and you're sleeping in your car like that shit sucks um and it makes the the job like the job can be easy it can be like a, an easy minimum wage job like taco bell or mcdonald's or shake shack or whatever and fucking like the hard thing is like not being able to like reset your fucking brain you know like after that like well i'm gonna fucking go sleep outside and it's cold and then i have to come back and deal with like this job that i hate um so so yeah that's that's the america we live in right now um and i i don't know like i keep trying to talk myself out of anything stupid because I'm just like dang like like I would be one of the people that survived actually jumping off the Brooklyn Bridge I know that shit like I spend like sometimes like six seven eight hours in the gym (laughs) so you know if like a regular fucking not that I'm not regular but like yo the first thing that I fucking saw about like people who commit suicide off the Brooklyn Bridge 
is that like a lot of people survive it's a notable fact like people jump sometimes and live and i'm like fuck dude i can't take that risk like i don't want to be any worse (laughs) right than i already am and so fucking i'm like yeah no i think i'm too strong (laughs) i think i'm too strong and like here's this story and then i'll go maybe (laughs) when i first got here like i said i was just on a fucking layover and um i was like hey do you have anything on a high floor in the first place i stayed at in times square because i just love times square and (laughs) the guy the concierge can't remember what his name is oh yeah i remember his name was zook because that's where i saw fucking dead mouse and that shit's cool (laughs) but yeah he was like i was like oh do you have anything on a higher floor and they were like oh yeah we'll put you on the 51st floor and i was like fuck yeah and like it's not like i was thinking about jumping then because i was actually like on my way out of this country and i have a friend that has a record label in rome so i was like yo i'm gonna go do like a fucking cool techno project over there fucking with him (laughs) and um that dude is cool <laughs> and um yeah i'm on my way with the fucking bell guy i won't call him a bell boy because he was like 50 <laughs> but he's like oh yeah i'm zook who are you i'm like i'm blue and he's like yeah like ah <laughs> like what he was weird but like i liked him and he was like uh i was like oh you're all the way up on the 51st floor and i'm like yeah and he's like cool like <laughs> he's like i can't wait to see the view from there something something blah 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 and he's like now you don't have to visit like the empire state building and i was like huh like i didn't even realize i've never really done anything cool like in new york i still haven't seen like i've never even seen the statue of liberty i've been here like a hundred fucking times at this point i've never even seen that thing like i've never seen it (laughs) like i know what the hudson river looks like just like yeah that's the hudson um i do i have seen the empire state building i don't know which fucking building is the new world trade center don't know which one it is um like there's like i'm obviously a tourist like i'm a a tourist but not really like i'm trapped in this fucking hole like i'm like oh shit like every time i come here i'm like in some kind of weird like bubble and so and so i realized i've never done like any of like the touristy thing except for times square times square was like the first place i ever went in new york and i automatically fell in love with it and it was like (laughs) mid-pandemic it was mid-pandemic and it was empty there was like i swear to god i was the only person in new york city like all the hot dog stands were closed which was only a little bit devastating because i think i was fasting i was like on a crazy fast the first time i came to new york i was like on a fucking like weeks long i was like okay look (laughs) like i'm not spending any more money till i get out of this country and so fucking i'm just like okay like (laughs) i was headed to mexico and i think i stopped in new york i can't remember i was fasting and that shit makes you like delusional crazy delirious like but also just like on another level like (laughs) another spiritual level i've made some of the best music i've ever made fasting but um yeah i was like on a crazy fast and all the hot dog stands were closed and i still ate meat (laughs) and i kept wanting to get pizza like that's how hungry i was 
that was in the beginning of the series i think that like a majority of those episodes are like i have them but they're not online because like i also went through this catharsis of just like yeah um i don't know if i want this to be online um and so they're just like somewhere in a hard drive somewhere but i think even i think even the first like I can't even remember what the first series was called. Like, I can't, I canceled it because I was just like, ah, oh, Skrillex is clickbait. I'm like, this thing has like fucking like 10,000 downloads and I didn't even fucking do anything but put the word Skrillex in it and fucking that pissed me off so mad. I was so mad, yeah. <laughs> and so I like canceled it. I can't remember why I put it back on, but I did. Because <laughs> I was just like, well, you know, here it is. And fucking yeah no like that that was like the beginning of the series it was like doing this like super fast and so um i I was always just going and going but like the first time the first place that i went in new york was times square and so i just have this like connection with times square and i like did part of my music video for time which is still unreleased in times square um and i've just never had like the focus to put the rest of that shit together but then i found out that there's like a copyright infringement claim <laughs> on that fucking song and so i can't really do anything with it without going through all this like red tape and that's like one of my best fucking tracks and so i was like oh, oh fucking oh like i just kind of lost like you know enthusiasm so with that being said, I've not seen much of New York except for Times Square. Um, <laughs> like, it's, there's a lot to see, but, like, I'm always in some kind of weird, like, time bubble, which is fine, because it's, like, I come to the city and I'm, like, well, you know, it's still, like, a magical city. I think all cities are magic. Like, how do you get, like, so many millions of people, like, in one place and, like, everybody's just, like, like, you're on the same consciousness, but it's also, like, a separate, you know? Like individualism but also like collective consciousness because everything is operating like just the way that it needs to to fucking like exist and the coolest thing about the city i think is just like that humanity does exist like a little bit like i i was like literally sobbing for a while and like nobody really stopped to give a shit and that's scary because like you can be in other countries that that happens i guess i guess a lot enough for me to say like I've been in other countries where I've just been like a total mess and somebody like somebody will be like hey like are you okay like what's wrong but like in the United States like nobody really gives a shit and <laughs> so it's like you can be crying or fucking like not okay in some kind of way and like most people are just like that's not my business it's, it's not I don't care um you know or it's not even that they don't care because like I said about living in downtown LA like sometimes you feel for that person like going through that thing it's just like help me i'm homeless and i'm just like bro like i don't have fucking like time or energy to fucking like deal with you fucking telling me this like i'm on my way to one of my three jobs like why don't you have one whatever ah like <laughs> you know like it takes a lot of energy just to fucking like focus but now it's like you know <laughs> karma's a bitch i guess like i'm homeless like get a job and i'm like oh it's that first fucking like two weeks when you just don't have shit when you don't have a place to live and it's just like dang well you know get over it because that's the way it is i don't think that's the way it, it should be at all <laughs> um but you know 
Um, that That is the way it is right now, at least in this moment, in this recording. And I'm, I'm just like, well, maybe, if anything, I know that these files are encrypted and they're somewhere sitting on like a satellite floating through space. And so fucking like at the end of our fucking era or whatever, some fucking weird extraterrestrial Skrillex <laughs> discovers these fucking tapes. They're going to be like, oh, you know, <laughs> like, whatever, fix it. Because I really do believe in, like, a weird, like, time. Like, I don't think that time is linear in the way that, like, you can always just fix what's broken in some way, even if even if the terrible thing has, like, already happened. So, um... Yeah, I think that's a good way to end season six. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm just going to keep writing it. I don't know what's going to happen in season seven. Maybe there is no season seven, but I, th- I think it would be awful. I think it would be awful for the series just to fucking like, end, even though that's like a running joke through the thing. Like, ah, oh, the series ends, but like it can't end with this because this is like saying like, hey, this is the end right here. And like, <laughs> so I know that it's just going to keep going in some way, but like, I don't know, this hiatus is definitely, um, definitely, uh, this, this is where the hiatus begins, and I did this last February, I really did, um, meanwhile, you know, I was also losing my best friend and had, like, no idea, my other best friend, um, <laughs> Alyosha, and we weren't friends very long, not, like, 15 years or anything. But, I mean, like, we talked about everything. And the only reason I can't really, like, compare, I guess, that friendship to my my fucking friendship with my my other <laughs> ex-best friend is just because it, it wasn't, it was, a lot of it was long distance. We met in L.A., but he lived in, like, the fucking, where did, where the fuck did he live? I don't know, but he lived in, like, another place that was kind of, like, he was like, we don't have homeless people, but, like, all the same problems except for that exist. Um, I can't remember. I I told myself when I got to Europe I was going to go try and see fucking um, his grave or where, wherever he's buried or whatever. Um, <laughs> but I never made it. It's probably for a good reason. Everything happens for a reason. Um, but, yeah, we, we would talk about everything. And uh, he died... February of last year, and then it was, like, fucking, uh, I think it was, like, uh, like, June or July when I figured it out, <laughs> and, I, and I lost it, and now every time I eat Oreos, I think about him, because that was the way that I, I dealt with that fucking, like, pain of that loss, it was just, like, <laughs> I had, like, four bucks left, and I was, like, fuck it. <laughs> and I went and got some like Oreos and almond milk and I did that the other day I keep saying that's the end of the episode but like I don't know I don't know what's about to happen so I'm scared and um I did that the other day I went to like this little fucking this little bodega or deli or whatever and I real I didn't realize it until like I was paying for it but like I got my fucking Oreos and my almond milk and um I didn't realize it until it was on the counter and I'm just like dang like I must be like really sad in some kind of way and I am (laughs) 
I am. That's it. I'm just like really sad for fucking um, all the things that have been but shouldn't be. I guess is the best way that I can say that. <laughs> but I didn't realize it until I fucking like I just saw like the Oreos on the counter with the almond milk and I was just like dang like <laughs> and then I realized it's almost you know February 22nd again and I'm like wow you've been dead like a whole fucking year bro and that sucks cause you know there's nothing like having a fucking friend um so for, so for now it's just God and me and that's cool cause God is like the 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 biggest greatest thing and that's a song by Mary Mary. If you're still listening and you're collecting music, um, the 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 biggest greatest thing by Mary Mary used to be one of my favorite songs. Um, so yeah, now it's the end. Uh, season six finale. Legend of uh, <laughs> legend of uh, of me. <laughs> and. Uh, Osla Confidential and Gerald's World and The Secret Life of Sunny Blue and Death Wish and Ascension and what else am I writing? Um, The Insomniac (laughs) yeah The Insomniac uh, I can't can't remember all the things all the things that I've been writing but this is the festival project Um, so you know Just bear with me.